This is the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, Episode 40. What do these three things have in common? Burning your mouth with hot soup, diaper rash, and anxiety. What they have in common is that they can all be addressed and made better with lavender hydrosol. In today's show, I'm going to share 20 ways that you can use and benefit from this gorgeous aromatic water. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast. My name is Liz Fulcher, and today I'm going to talk about hydrosols. I haven't talked about them a lot in this podcast, and I think that it's time I start making more episodes about the aromatic waters. I've had a lot of requests, uh, and so I'm going to start today with talking about lavender, lavender hydrosol. Now, if you go back to episode 15, that would be Aromatic Wisdom Institute forward slash 015, I did a a podcast called Five Ways to Use Hydrosols for Allergy Relief. And it actually turned out being an episode that's really, what is a hydrosol? How are they made? How can you determine the quality? Then in the last sort of 15 minutes of the episode, I talk about the five ways to use hydrosols for allergy relief. It's a very popular episode, but it's actually a really good foundational podcast episode to listen to to get a sense of what hydrosols are. So I'll just touch on the foundations briefly, but if you'd like to go to hear me more in depth, go back to episode 015. So a hydrosol is a product that is made when uh, plants are distilled. So we know that essential oils are made through the distillation of plant material. In the process of distillation, there occurs steam. Steam makes its way through the plant material and it carries essential oils and it carries a lot of the plant cellular water and the other good things that that are contained in the plant material. Everything is brought over into a glass separatory funnel. And then the water portion, which used to be the steam, now turns back into water. The water portion is um, at the bottom of this glass uh, funnel and the essential oil floats on top. And that's because of polarity. Some of the components from the plant are water soluble. Some of the components are fat soluble. And so they separate and the oil floats on top. And then eventually that oil and water are separated. The oil is sold as essential oil and the water is sold as hydrosol. That's what it's called uh, most commonly in Europe and other English-speaking countries that are not the States. They often will use the term hydrolat. I'd say that's probably more in Europe. However, the term hydrosol is, uh, seems to be what's become really popular and used in association with this water. I'm going to talk about one of those today, and that is lavender. And the reason I've chosen lavender hydrosol out of all of them, it's kind of like a lavender essential oil. It has 
tons of uses. I'm going to give you 20 today. I might end up giving you a few more, but I want to at least start with 20. And I'd like you to get a sense of how versatile, how safe, how useful these aromatic waters are in our life. I'm often asked if the essential oil and the hydrosols are kind of the same thing. In other words, is a lavender hydrosol just essential oil light? And it really is a completely different product, but keep in mind that the lavender hydrosol that comes from the lavender plant contains a small percentage of essential oil, a very, very small percentage. It also contains the water-soluble components of the lavender plant. So it's definitely going to share some of the properties of its essential oil counterpart, but not all of them. So for example, one of the things that comes over into the water that does not go into the essential oil are the plant acids. Don't be fooled by the word acid. This is a kind of acid that your skin loves. And part of what makes hydrosols so skin loving, and that's pretty much across the board, all hydrosols tend to be really good for the skin because of the plant acids that appear in the water that do not appear in essential oils. The other thing about hydrosols is they are very safe. They're much more mild than essential oils and they're safer to use with children and animals and seniors and anybody where you may have some hesitation to use an essential oil, go ahead and use a hydrosol. Now I want to talk for a second about the aroma. This is always fun. I love watching the faces of my students as they lean in to take that first whiff of lavender hydrosol. Their faces always seem to be a little surprised. It's either a mix of, oh, that's nice. And often it, it is surprised because they think it's going to smell exactly like the essential oil. But the aroma of lavender is, I mean, it definitely smells like lavender. It's much lighter and it just doesn't have quite as heavily floral aroma. I mean, it is a water product, so naturally it's going to be lighter. Now, I want to just say something very quickly about the aroma in general of hydrosols, especially lavender. If you buy a lavender hydrosol and it smells unpleasant and grassy, I would return it. In my experience, when the lavender plant is distilled in copper, it tends to come out sweeter than when it is distilled in stainless steel. Stainless steel is amazing for essential oils, but I find just in general, and for a number of reasons, I probably do a separate podcast episode on the benefits of distilling in copper, but copper and loves water and water loves copper and the hydrosols that are produced in copper are lovely. They're just immediately sweet. They taste good. They smell good. So if you get one that smells kind of grassy and unpleasant, it shouldn't. I talk about that in depth in my online course. I do have a, a course called Hydrosols for Health. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But if you go to my website, just go under courses, you'll see. Right now it is my only online course and I have a lot more coming. I have my favorite suppliers and distillers, and I do show those resources with my students and in the course, but I also recommend that for your own education about hydrosols, just call a bunch of suppliers, email them, and get samples of lavender hydrosol so you can really experience the variance in hydrosols. I'm going to talk just a little bit about the uh, constituents in hydrosol because I do love chemistry. My wheelhouse 
in chemistry is with the essential oils. I've taught the chemistry of essential oils for years in my certification program. The chemistry of hydrosols is still very, very new, still in its infancy. But we do know a couple of basic things about the, the primary constituents in lavender, certainly. So it's very high in monoterpenols, which are superbly skin-friendly. Linalol, alterpeninol, terpeninforol, and geraniol. I've looked at different GCMS reports, and I found those components tend to be consistent. It is really rich in that sedative alcohol called linalol, which also exhibits anti-inflammatory activity. So just to give you some of the properties and actions of lavender hydrosol, based on its chemistry, it is of course balancing. Just like all things lavender, it is balancing. It is antiseptic. It's very cooling hydrosol. Obviously, it's going to be relaxing and soothing. It can be great for pain, analgesic. It's uh, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial. Here's a great word, anxiolytic. I love that word. I feel so smart when I say it. If I'm even saying it right, it is spelled like this, A-N-X-I-O-L-Y-T-I-C, and it means it helps to reduce anxiety, which lavender does in all its forms, whether it's the plant, the little buds that you get sometimes in pouches, the hydrosol, the essential oil. Lavender is wonderful for reducing anxiety. It's got some antispasmodic properties, so it can help relieve spasms and cramps. It's got some cicatricent properties, which means it can help with cell regeneration. Uh, it removes unpleasant odors because it smells great. So I, if you wanted to use it for a deodorant or for a deodorant in terms of making a place smell better, underarm deodorant, it would be fine for about five minutes. And then you have to probably reapply it. So it does not have any staying power. It supports the skin to heal. It's great. I probably should have said this first. Supports the healing of burns. That will be my number one first tip on how to use lavender hydrosol is for burns. Any kind of burn, sunburn, if you burn yourself with hot oil in the kitchen, if you burn yourself while you're baking at the stove, spray it with lavender hydrosol. I always like to use my hydrosols first, and then if I need a bigger gun, then I go into my essential oils. And it's also a much more sustainable way to use plant medicine. All right, so just continuing, I'm, I'm going to go into the 20 ways now. If you want to take notes, I will at some point. Actually, this information will be in the show notes. I was going to say I'll make a list, but yeah, it'll they'll be in the show notes. So number one, as I said, it burns like essential oil. It's amazing for quick relief of burns, both for the pain and the healing because lavender hydrosol does have analgesic properties. It can be sprayed directly undiluted on any kind of burn. Or if you want it to dilute it, like say for children, you can do 50% uh, spray, spring water, or even distilled water, not tap water. 50% water, 50% lavender hydrosol, and you can spray several times a day. Windburn, uh, rashes like, I don't know, rug burn. Who gets rug burns? Kids, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about, I, grew, I raised two sons and a grandson, so I have seen rug burns, actually, with the boys wrestling on the rug. You can also soak a compress in lavender and put that on a burn. About uh, years ago, when I was early on in my massage practice, I had a uh, massage client come in and saying, I'm sorry, I probably should have called before I, I came over because I have sunburn. 
I don't know, can you massage me with a sunburn on my back? And I never like to do that. It's too, I mean, the skin's already compromised. I'm not going to rough it up with a massage. Not that I rough anyone up in massage, but you, you know what I mean. So I said, no, we're going to reschedule. However, before you go home, I'm going to spray your back with lavender hydrosol. We chatted for a little bit while it dried, and then she went home. Here's another little story. My husband, James, was eating some hot soup. I prepared the soup. It was way too hot. I gave it to him, and I never thought to warn him. I don't think I realized how hot it was, and he just took the spoon and put the soup in his mouth and immediately spit it out. He wanted it out of his mouth, and he said, Liz, I burned my tongue. Now, I didn't see any blisters, but his tongue was bright, bright red. And I thought, okay, blisters are forthcoming. Let's get some lavender hydrosol. And I got it undiluted, put it in a glass, and he put it in his mouth and then just held it there. If I'm not mistaken, he swallowed it, which you can do. If somebody doesn't like the taste of lavender and they're doing this to protect their mouth in any way from from anything where your mouth is uncomfortable and using lavender hydrosol, you can spit it out. I had him do that two or three times, each time holding a mouthful of lavender. And when he was done, probably it was maybe 10 minutes, he said his burn felt so much better. Anytime you have a burned mouth from coffee, tea, soup, you can always hold or do a gargle of lavender hydrosol in your mouth. For more serious burns, topical burns, you can mix the hydrosol with aloe vera gel and use that as a spray. You can even add a drop of lavender essential oil if you want a little bit bigger gun. The beautiful thing about using hydrosols is you have a product that you can use undiluted or dilute it with water or add other things to it. And again, because of those plant acids, it creates an element of of acidity, plant acid, which is so great for the skin in your formula. In my Hydrocells for Health course, we have a Facebook group called Hydrocells for Health Student Center. And my students are always sharing things that they're, the ways that they've used hydrosols effectively. And one of my students' sister really badly burned her hand with hot liquid. She did not have health insurance and decided not to go to the doctor to just take care of it herself. And my student gave her sister a spray with, with lavender hydrosol. She just used that and eventually added uh, aloe vera gel and then eventually added a little bit of essential oil as as the tender spot on the hand was able to take stronger and stronger products. The transformation was remarkable. One of these days I'm going to ask her if I have permission to post the pictures, maybe do a blog post. Uh, it was fabulous and that was primarily with lavender hydrosol. All right, number two, children and babies. Any kind of boo-boos, you can use lavender hydrosol as a spray for bumps and bruises. You can spray their little bottoms for diaper rash. You can add, say, a quarter cup of lavender hydrosol to a baby's bath for its calming properties. I would never do that with an essential oil. But with hydrosol, I wouldn't think twice. It could also help them sleep. Number three, wound care. Clean a fresh wound or help heal a wound just missed over, over the open wound or missed over the stitches. Number four, itchy skin. Now, I actually turn first to peppermint hydrosol for this, but lavender works too. Just spray it on itchy healing skin, chicken pox, eczema, any place that, or rashes, if somebody's having a, like poison ivy, spray it with lavender hydrosol and it can help relieve the itch. 
Lavender hydrosol can be used for insomnia. There are two hydrosols that are really great for helping with sleep, and one is neroli, which comes from the citrus aurantium plant, which we know is that gorgeous white flower that produces neroli essential oil or absolute. The other is lavender. So neroli hydrosol and lavender hydrosol are also great for insomnia. They help calm agitation, settle the emotions. So you can just mist it over the pillowcases, your bed linens before bed. Again, super for kids. I like to use lavender hydrosol when my eyes are tired. I spend a lot of time on the computer. Again, my go-to for this is probably going to be cucumber hydrosol or what's the other one? Uh, Cornflower hydrosol. But I do like to use lavender hydrosol as an eye wash or just putting it like on those little round cotton pads, soaking them and putting them over my eyes. Now I will say, anytime you're using hydrosols around your eyes, you must only use organic, clean, vibrant, fresh hydrosols. Hydrosols are very susceptible to bacteria. It's a water product, so make sure that you're using really good fresh distillate waters. Now, again, this is another, number seven is also using only the fresh organic hydrosols. Digestive issues. It can be great for acid reflux. It doesn't taste great, but it really works. So if you have a, uh, an issue with acid reflux, you can just take and put, I don't know, a couple teaspoonfuls in a glass with water, have a glass of water and just swallow it. And that will kind of help soothe that burning in the in the area where you're experiencing the reflux. It can be anywhere from your throat all the way down. I can't think of the word right now. What is that tube? Anyway, poor digestion. A warm compress with hydrosol on the stomach can actually help with poor digestion. And of course, if you've got bad breath, you can always take like a tablespoon of lavender in a glass of warm water, and that could also help uh, bad breath from digestive issues. Peppermint is another one, although it's funny. Some people cannot tolerate peppermint hydrosol if they have uh, GERD, because mint can be actually make them uncomfortable. Number nine, emotional health. Kind of talked about this, but it helps to calm agitation and nervousness, anxiety, stress, all those unhappy emotions, which we've been feeling a lot lately in this time of turmoil in our world. Mist your face, your hands, take a deep breath, uh, positive affirmations, all of those things in conjunction with your lavender hydrosol. Speaking of times of turmoil, pandemic 2020, if you're wearing a mask every day and if you're not used to it, it can be anxiety producing just to wear the mask. It can be uncomfortable. Some people feel like they're wearing a blanket on their face. Some people say that they don't breathe as well. Then there's the whole business of what's happening to your skin underneath the mask. We are perspiring. Some people are finding they break out under the mask. <clears throat> Excuse me, under the mask. This is a beautiful opportunity to bring out your lavender hydrosol. Take off your mask, even if you're at work. You know, step into a closet. Step into the ladies. Step into a closet. Why would I say that? Step into a <laughs> bathroom. Remove your mask. Spray your face. Let it dry because you don't want a damp mask. And even if you have to pad a little bit to speed the drying, it will be such a skin nourishing and emotionally nurturing experience. Uh, let's see, moving on to number 10, jet lag. Spray a little on your face if you're traveling, especially if you're wound up. 
if you're able to travel. Now, for pet care, lavender hydrosol is amazing. I would recommend uh, essential oils across the board for pets, especially little mammals. Instead, use hydrosols. They're safe. They're effective. You can lose, uh, use lavender hydrosol to wash out a wound. Um, if dogs, it's not uncommon for dogs in particular. I'm thinking even, even cats. I have four cats, and I've seen them come home with wounds. Sometimes they get scratched. Sometimes I think they're just tussling with each other outside. Dogs can come home with some pretty good injuries if they fight with another animal. Dogs also tend to get itchy areas, and the scratches will inevitably show up at some point. Spray those wounds with lavender hydrosol. You can also use German chamomile. You can also use yarrow. You can use calendula. Pretty much anything is going to help with wound care. But lavender is just so great and safe. And if you don't want to have 10 hydrosols sitting in your fridge, you just kind of want to start with one, then go ahead and use lavender. You can also mist it on their fur. Now, in the last, gosh, couple of years, the Pacific Northwest of the United States, uh, California, have experienced a lot of fires. And I have a friend who mists lavender hydrosol on her dog's fur. The dog goes out to do their business, and when they come in, they actually their fur actually smells smoky. So she'll just mist a little bit of fur on their on her dog. You can also do it if you have a cat. It may deter fleas, but I don't think so. Fleas are pretty. I think fleas and roaches are going to outlive all of us forever. With animals, you can wash their mouth and their teeth. It will not taste great, but you can take it on a wet washcloth and just kind of run it over their gums and teeth to kind of help keep them clean. And maybe they, if they have stinky breath, uh, that may help. Number 12, skin care. I could talk all day about skin care and hydrosols. So I'll just talk about a couple of aspects of skin care. So it's uh, lavender hydrosol is really good for all skin care issues. It has a balancing effect, so you can use it on oily skin, dry skin, mature skin, all skin types. You can use it straight up as a gentle cleanser. So if you get one of those little pads, like I recommend you use for your eyes, spray it with some hydrosol and just wipe your face with it as a cleanser or kind of a toner. You can keep a little bit in a spray bottle that will allow you to spritz throughout the day. So I'm recommended using it on your face under your mask. In hot weather, I'm always spraying my face. I use kind of whatever's at hand, but lavender is so great as a face spray because it smells so good, it's relaxing. And again, you know, it's great for the acid mantle on the skin. You know, that's the beauty of hydrosols. They're so gentle, you can just use them all day, every day. I've never, ever, seen a case of sensitization from hydrosols. If someone has acne, they can add a little uh, face clay. I'm sorry, add a little lavender hydrosol to a bit of face clay and use that. It has anti-inflammatory properties, so it can help soothe redness from rosacea. I am a rosacea baby. I get windburn really easily, and lavender hydrosol sprayed on the face will help that immediately. Spray your whole body with lavender hydrosol after a float session. And also, gentlemen, after shaving, spray your face with lavender hydrosol. Same thing, ladies, if you're you know, shaving your legs and your armpits, just spray the area after you have done shaving, and it will soothe inflammation. It can help with cramping. Now, I always reach for hydrosol first. If it doesn't work, then I'll move into an essential oil. 
depends on the cramp. If it's a very mild, gentle cramp, if it's a child that's having a cramp, I would go first for the lavender hydrosol. It does contain alcohols and esters that can offer soothing and antispasmodic in particular effects that can help ease the cramping. If the hydrosol isn't powerful enough, then you can go ahead and move into lavender essential oil. But I always start with the lavender hydrosol first. Where I don't even know where I am. Number 14, I guess. Hair care. Missing in your hair to, to dampen it for styling. I tend to have a lot of hydrosols in the house because I buy a lot of them and I also make them. And when I, I don't make a lot, I don't mean I don't make a big variety. I make peppermint, I make lavender, but I tend to make those in really big quantities. So I have a lot of it. And I have enough that I will just damp, I'll spray it all over my hair just to dampen it so I can style it because my hair short it's real easy sometimes it's another way to freshen yourself is just mist your hair give it a little give it a little puff with your fingers and um, you know freshen up your hair I, I have an earlier episode on I had a very severe depressive episode I was using lavender hydrosol in my hair after my shower I'd kind of pour it all over my hair and I when I would lay in bed at night I could smell it and it was very comforting to me Number 15, you can use it as a body mist, as a, just a very soft perfume. Uh, number 16, if you are a person who makes your own lotions and creams, try replacing the water phase with lavender hydrosol instead of water in your formula. It's a room spray. Heck, you know, anything in water can be a room spray. It's great for air freshener, you know, commercial air freshers. They contain harmful ingredients. In addition to the lavender scent, so if you're using a commercial lavender room spray, just stop. Get a hydrosol, spray the room. In fact, you know what I did yesterday? Oh, never mind. I'll save that for um, Smell My Life. <laughs> At the end of every episode, I do Smell My Life. So I will tell you what I did with my hydrosol. Anyway, all-natural lavender hydrosol is much easier. It's a much more practical option to deodorize and freshen up your home, your car, your workspace. And the nice thing about lavender hydrosol is you can use it all over the inside of your car and it won't dampen or won't damage like any plastics or vinyl. 18, a linen spray. Again, a lot of people are going to use stinky floral waters to fragrance their bed sheets. Just use hydrosols. Lavender, again, is really great as a linen spray for insomniacs. No diluting it. Just pour a little in a bottle and spray the, the bed sheets. Number 19 is one of my very, very favorites. I love to add lavender hydrosol into my iron. Now, I'm not a person who irons my clothing a lot, but I, once in a while I find myself ironing. And I will add the lavender hydrosol instead of water in my iron. Now, if you're going to do this, just test it first to make sure it doesn't damage your clothing. Damage your clothing. It won't, shouldn't damage your iron. But I cannot speak for every brand across the board. And I don't want to get emails saying, I tried it and you ru it ruined my iron. Liz, you owe me an iron. Just make a little test first. to make. Primarily, you want to make sure it's not going to mark your clothing in any way. So get a little rag or something and try using in the steam, and then the steam setting on your iron, adding a lavender hydrosol. And finally, number 20, I use lavender hydrosol and all hydrosols to wash my floors, clean my fridge, clean my home. 
that is a terrific way to use hydrosols that are coming to the end of their shelf life. So that's 20. Those are the 20 ways. I mean, there are a lot more than 20 because for each category, I gave you a bunch of ideas. But hopefully that has made you fall in love with lavender hydrosol, run out and buy it, get buy a still and make your own. You only need a little five liter copper still and a big pot of lavender. Even if you live in a an apartment in Manhattan, New York, you can um, distill lavender hydrosol and start using lavender. Now, before I finish, I do want to talk about the storage and the shelf life. Hydrosols don't have a long shelf life. I'm going to say one year because like all herbal products, generally one year shelf life is what is recommended. There are no preservatives. There should not be any. Don't buy any hydrosols with preservatives. Once you add a preservative, it's a formulated product. It is not really a hydrosol anymore. So store them in a cool, dark place. I mean, the fridge is usually where people put them and just keep them for a year. That's my 20 ways to use lavender hydrosol. I realize I was talking fast because I tend to do that when I'm excited and I'm very excited about hydrosols. If you want to learn more, again, I have an online course called Hydrosols for Health. If you go to aromaticwisdominstitute.com, you'll see courses and you can just click on that and it'll send you right to the Hydrosols for Health course. If you want to make your own hydrosols, you can buy beautiful little five liter copper still from copperstills.com. Full disclosure, that is my husband's company. And we do a lot, there's a lot of crossover in what I do and what he does. I always joke that my husband sells the equipment to make essential oils and hydrosols. I sell the education of what to do with the stuff that comes out of a still, essential oils and hydrosols. I sure hope you enjoyed that. And if you have any additional suggestions, if you'd like to share with me ways that you use lavender hydrosol, please comment below uh, below the show notes. There's a section where you can leave a comment. I would love to hear from you and the ways you're using hydrosols. All right, it's time for Smell My Life. Okay, so earlier I alluded to the fact that today's Smell My Life involves hydrosols. So I was very, very hot yesterday, and it's summertime, the house was hot, and I think I was cooking, and I had an oscillating fan on my countertop. So I this little fan goes back and forth, and I suddenly picked up a bottle of sweet orange hydrosol, which Nature's Gift makes, and it's exquisite, and I sprayed sort of spontaneously, I sprayed behind the fan so that it would go through the fan and basically missed into my face. Now, I could have just sprayed my face, but I don't know. I'm basically about nine years old, and I like to play with things. So I took my sweet orange hydrosol, and I just kept spraying it behind the fan. And then I would sort of spray and turn around, so I'd get the back of my neck and spray and turn around for my back. It was just the most fun, spontaneous little hydrosol moment. So that was the way I used hydrosols in my life this week, and that concludes Smell My Life. And in fact, that concludes episode 40, all about lavender hydrosol, 20 ways to use lavender hydrosol. 
I would like to know, if you'd like to hear more about hydrosols, I've sort of been thinking specifically about making one episode about one hydrosol. So for example, an episode about rose hydrosol or cypress hydrosol or something like that. If that is something you'd like to hear, let me know. Actually, if you would email me, my email address is liz at aromaticwisdom.com. And in the subject, put Ask Liz, and then just let me know if you'd like to hear about hydrosols, and if so, which ones specifically. All right, until we meet again in episode 41, be happy, be well.